I'm Megan Mitchell. This is my co-host, John Morrison, and you, yeah, you, <laughs> are listening to the True North Racing Podcast. Time to strap in, pull those belts, and get ready for an action-packed episode of the True North Racing Podcast. Are you ready to unmask? Uh, I mean unhelmet your favorite racers get ready for the most fun you'll have outside the racetrack to get you ready for the next race you're listening to john morrison and megan mitchell and this is the true north racing podcast Welcome back to New Week of the True North Racing Podcast, brought to you by Vision 20 Studios. I'm your host, John Morrison. Joining me, as always, our amazing co-host, Megan Mitchell. Megan, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm doing all right, thank you. How was, uh, how was your weekend? It was good. Yeah, what'd you get up to? Um, Went to Flamborough on Saturday. Yes, you did. We finally got to go back. Heck yeah. I just hung out with Kate and Dale today a bit, so. Nice. Yeah. That sounds like a pretty good time. Mm-hmm. I go ahead. I was it's good to be back at the track again. I feel like everybody's spirits are a bit different and it's like everyone's just ready to go. So it's nice. Oh yeah, I'm excited to get back to uh back to Flamborough Speedway. I was so excited yesterday. Like we got I got there at just around twelve thirty. And I was so excited. I got to talk to a few people, some people from the CVMs. Um, talked to Ty Cavillan, talked to I talked to Connor Ellis yesterday. I uh, had a nice conversation mm. with him and his folks and learned a little bit more about them as well, which was kind of cool. And it's kind of funny. They said that if uh uh I, I I'm sorry, sorry, sorry for Connor and his and his parents, but I, I gotta I gotta kind of spill the beans here. They say mm. that Tegan would actually be a better racer than Connor. Oh, jeez. <laughs> she has a lot of raw talent. But mm. she needs to listen a little bit more. And she, she'd she be a better driver than Connor, apparently. <laughs> so I think we need to see a battle of the siblings in a couple of years. Get them. Figure something out. Get them around the same area and. Uh, see what happens. I think that'd be a good, that'd be a good race. Put them both back in a pitch shot. <laughs> exactly. Um, the only issue I had yesterday, I'm going to be honest with you, was how much walking I had to do. Now, to be fair, I'm not. That's not a fat comment either, guys. That is just one. It was warm. If you guys are seeing me on YouTube, you right now, like I have a bright ass red nose. I'm going to be honest, I had no clue that I had a freaking. I look like Rudolph over here. And I feel like I need to go put some aloe on it before it to work tomorrow. Yeah. But I felt like it was more of a windburn than an actual sunburn yesterday. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm, I'm happy. Cause like, I know that this is my base tan. Exactly. I burn, but it tans. Mm. And I just get darker and darker as the summer goes. So like, I'm, I'm, I'm happy mm-hmm. that it's May and I'm already red a little bit yeah it's a good start it is a good start because like i know i know how dark i get throughout the summer Mm -hmm. 
and I, this is I'm bragging a little bit. I'm gonna be honest with y'all, is because I remember in high school, there was some people I used to, uh, they they were jealous of how they even told, they told me they're like, John, we're so jealous because of the way you tan. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, <laughs> and I like the sweat would just like glisten like all like the right way. I'm like, you know what? I could probably agree with that. <laughs> but that's just me. Um but yesterday at Flamber, I was so happy to be back. There was so much going on. I you saw me. There was there was no stopping me. Like I there was I'm bad to even stop and talk to you a little bit. I'm like, frick, he's busy. <laughs> I know, and I still I still had to come by your house afterwards anyways. I had to drop off the dresses. Mm-hmm. Uh that's okay though, but there was four CVMs on the far side of they were like coming off a of turn two. And mm-hmm. there was like three or four down on the other side. I I felt bad because if I, I put a GoPro on TG's car, Scott's car, uh I didn't put any on Mike's car yesterday, Quinn's, and I didn't realize they were all parked at the other end. Because when we got there, the go-karters were just wrapping up and they were leaving. So mm-hmm. they were kind of misplacing everyone. No one was really where they should have been. Right. Which it's going to happen. But mm-hmm. for me, I had to walk all the way down to the other end. Walk all the way back. Put GoPros on another car. Get it? Like, <laughs> there, I and this is the problem is I read that there was a 20-minute intermission oh, after each round of practice. And I was banking on that intermission. Mm-hmm. to sit down offload some of the GoPro footage and put it on the computer I didn't realize how fast I had to be at putting moving the GoPros around and slapping them on putting them places like I I put three of them on a pro challenge yesterday I don't know how the one footage is even going to look because guess where I put the GoPro this time again oh, geez. I don't know I put it underneath the rear bumper. Oh, okay, yeah. But those bars are tiny. They're like, like mm-hmm. I got a large, like my my mounts are for the for like large. Okay, for large roll balls, roll bars. This one had like a roll bar like that. I got underneath mm-hmm. there and tightened it all the way tight. And like I could probably just flick it off and it would come off. And I'm still moving around. And every time I've seen Tenley come around the corner, I'm like, is it still there? Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. Uh, but it was great to see everyone on track. Like, I I know you, you asked. It was kind of funny because at one point, every single car that was on track in the mini stock division had a Jomo Media sticker on their car or was going to have a Jomo Media sticker on the car. Um, Caitlin Wallace, Dale Millard, uh, Michael Kenny, and Mike Thompson all had their cars out, and I just thought it was the funniest damn thing ever. <laughs> Seeing like, because you come up, it's like, is the '98 a Joe Media car? I'm like, no. They're like, you almost had a full practice with <laughs> of just Joe <laughs> Media cars. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I could say the same thing about the CVMs. Everyone but two of them have drone media stickers. 
Um, it was cool to see Alex Stewart and, and Cam Thompson with their throwback rides, which by the way, they look, mm-hmm. they look amazing. Uh, Caitlin's car looks really good. Um, Jay's still the same from last year. So it's, it still looks good. I love the, I love the flat black look. That's my, yeah. that's my thing. Like I love my favorite color is red, but you give me a car with flat black and it's just, um, <laughs> Dale's car, I like. I love how simple it is, mm-hmm. and I like how there's like that green outline in the eight. It actually looks really sharp. Um, TJ brought his fifteen car out. It's it's still the same car. Uh, Scott Sedali brought out his revamped fourteen as he changed, finally got the motor down on the car. It is now an eight cylinder instead of inline six on that thing. Um, man, the. If you guys want to go see the pictures, go check out Joe Media uh, on Facebook and Instagram because I put up some of the pictures already. Oh, I laughed. I had to laugh actually at this one. What? <laughs> Ricky Williger. Did his paint scheme remind you of anyone? Or any any particular track? Or I don't know. A big driver in Canada who still races. Cause I laughed because I said I'm like you just put a big giant GSR sticker on it, and you think it's part I don't of its really fleet. Okay, huh. I'm gonna send you his. I'm gonna send. I'm gonna send you a picture of his car right now, huh. and you tell me if you don't slap a giant GSR sticker on that. Tell me if I'm wrong. But I I truly believe. I'm trying to see if I can find an on-track picture so you can. So I didn't pull the colors all away from it. Actually, there it is. There's yeah. a good one. Oh, yeah. Slap a giant GSR sticker on the side of that and call it a day. I like that. That's good. <laughs> yeah, it definitely would. Yeah. So uh, maybe he should. Ask Let, for a new sponsor. Yeah, Glenn Styers, if you're listening, like I, don't, I highly doubt it, but <laughs> Ricky Williger's is is a great sport spokesman for your brand. I can tell you that much. Over on the asphalt side, he's mm-hmm. he's a hell of a razor. He's gonna get victory lane. He's gonna go to victory lane multiple times this year. Um it's gonna be tough competition this year, that's for certain. Like there's so much that's been done to certain cars. Uh like Scott Tonelli was running, I almost want to say lap for lap of what Mike Pod was running in that one car. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I haven't checked actually any of the the, the I haven't checked any of the speeds yet. <laughs> I really should have. It's vintage modifieds here. Let's see. Yeah, Jay Ricky was at a sixteen five. Let's try it. Let's turn it this way. TJ ran a 16.4. Ricky ran a 16.5. J six uh J ran a 17.2 in that one. I want to see it later on here. Let's see. TJ Ricky, Mike Quinton. Let's see, 16.7 to 16.3. So uh, he's he's picking up pace, that is for sure. Mm-hmm. 
but I it felt like the track was slow. I'd heard a lot of people say that it was kind of greasy and it was slow. Because uh, Dale and I were talking about that yesterday. I was like, you guys look, don't look fast at all. Like it's, I don't know what, like what they're supposed to like look like, but everyone mm-hmm. yesterday just looked off the pace. Right. Yeah. And again, you don't want to win practice. This, <laughs> what are you winning in practice? Right. Um, and nothing. Uh, it was great. Uh, but we're going to, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it just got me so much more hyped for opening night, which unfortunately I will not be at Flambro's opening night as they open up May 13th. Uh, I will be at, at the track May 20th covering the Canadian Vintage Modifieds. And we'll be doing a vlog woo, with uh, Scott Tonelli. He's going to be our first vlog of 2023. So that's going to be fun. Um, It's going to look a little more different than it had last year with the CVMs. It's going to look, uh, this is actually coming from the Joe Media stable for this one. Um, but I may be going to sunset next weekend for the, uh, Pinty's race. Mm-hmm. Got waiting on a couple words, waiting on a couple words, but I may be going to the sunset race this weekend. So we'll see. Um, that'll be my first trip to sunset this year, <laughs> but, uh, Let's talk. Let's move over to Sunset real quick. Sunset got their opening night in. Um, we're talking to we we're going to talk to one of the competitors in just a little bit here with Nick and Sarah, and they uh, they're they've they've been they're good friends of us of ours. They we've gotten to know them a little bit over the last year here. Um, you guys, you and Sarah have your own connection. Uh, it's been great getting to know Nick and Sarah though personally. Um. They they're gonna have some words. Don't listen to them about how much of a genius I am. I'm not a genius. Um but it was it was great having them on. It's it's such a great conversation with them. Mm-hmm. Um I I wanna get us more hype for the season. I really do. I'm trying to think of more things, but I'm drawing a blank right now. I mean I'll bring them up afterwards. Um <laughs> But I, what do you think? What do you say we get Nick and Sarah now? Yeah. All right. Let's welcome in Nick and Sarah of TNT Racing. But before we do that, we're gonna have a quick word from our presenting sponsor, Vision Twenty Editing. You're diving into Vision Twenty Editing, new company with their services providing video editing to get your video perfect and exactly the way you guys are looking for they also do audio mastering where they're going to take your audio into crisp and clear they're bringing your vision to life that is right at vision 20 editing we want to make sure that your vision comes to life in the way you want it find us on facebook and instagram at vision 20 studios now let's get back to the true north racing podcast joining us this week on the true north racing podcast we were sitting down with nick tooley and sarah gianni of tnt racing guys welcome to the show having us okay before we even continue please tell me if i'm saying your name correctly sarah because i every time i say it i feel like i'm being disrespectful because i don't know if if i'm saying it correctly or not (laughs) it's normal don't worry um it's janoni (laughs) janoni there see there we go now i'm not gonna sound like an idiot next time i say it (laughs) 
someone over here saying like G- like G- like Gianni kind of thing, and I was like, that's not it. I know it's not it. <laughs> Gian- <laughs> G- Giannani, correct? Giannani, Giannani. Okay, I'll figure it out. We'll get it going. There, it's okay. Well, uh, how's uh? I would say, how's your off season going? But last night you guys were at Sunset Speedway competing. Um, how did the night go for you guys? Uh, well, practice was uh, really well. We unloaded with a really nice piece and uh, minimal changes were needed. We made our changes and we came out like a rocket sled on rails in our first heat. Uh, started, I believe, sixth place in the first heat. Finished second right on the back door of Corey McAllister. Uh, second heat didn't go so well. I, I lost my power steering, so I was fighting the car. I didn't have the reaction times that I wanted, and uh, I started third and I finished fifth. So I'll take it with an ill handling car. And then feature time, ultimately, I did not finish due to an, an electrical issue. Oh, man. Uh, that's always rough on the first night. Like, we were at practice yesterday and we saw some guys have that, ha- have stuff like that happen. Um, but the car is still in one piece. Is, is it easily, is it's easily fixable, right? Uh, we're, we're thinking that we have a fix right now. Okay. Um, we have spark now, which is, uh, it's, it's a plus. And then we just have to look into our power steering issue. But other than that, yeah, the car is in one piece and, uh, we should be good to go for spring velocity in two weeks. That's awesome news because, like, that's – it's frustrating when, you you know, you've worked all winter on the car and you take it out and, you know, you got it. You think you, you're perfect about to go out there and, and stuff happens. But, you know, it's – I'm sure you guys are going to have it all fixed up. And because, like, last year, I you guys were, like, a bat out of hell in my opinion. You guys were very you, – you guys were both competitive and – you know, I I can't wait to see how it show, how it looks out for you guys this year. Well, it, it's definitely going to be a good season, and uh, like I said, I, we should be in good shape come uh, come spring velocity. Um, we're hoping we got most of our gremlins out now. At least if we don't, hopefully it's just some minor issues that won't affect the outcome of a night. But uh, yeah, we're we're gonna see what we can do and go from there. So we're going to start off with Nick. Nick, how how did you first get involved in racing? So my old man, he used to race. He started in, I, I don't want to say the wrong year, but we'll, we'll say early to mid-80s. And he won a championship at Sunset in 87 and 89. And then 90, 1991, I believe it was, he ran one or two nights. He blew his motor and then didn't go back. He had a family and money was tight, obviously, for everybody involved. And then he got back in 2006 in the limited late model division at Sunset. And then in the meantime, my grandfather had a Mustang that Tammy Milligan drove at Barry Speedway. And I pulled it up one day and I said, I want to I want to drive it. So we ended up finding a 1995 Ford Escort wagon five speed and I just started driving it around the backyard and next thing I know we're building the Mustang and my first time out in the car I'm I'm in a race so my ultimately my dad is the reason why I got into it but my curiosity also kind of got the best of me 
that's usually how it ends up, right? Absolutely. I feel like that's pretty a standard answer for everybody. <laughs> We're all like born into it. Well, Sarah, what about you? Like, I feel like I know a little bit about how you got into it. Track with Dan Archibald and his crew. Um, over that summer, I met Nick, and literally, they were thinking about it, thinking about it. I mentioned I had an interest in racing, and one day, there's a car in the driveway. And it was like, you're going racing. So we started building the car, figuring it out. It was an old sunset car um, that sat for 11 years and we worked on rebuilding it. And it kind of just stuck after that. <laughs> so is that that same, like, is that the same car that you have now? Like, I know there's like a name for them and everything. <laughs> yeah, it's the same car this year. Um, we're hopefully going to be starting a new build. But for now, I'm just going to take the old car out, get more so, uh, seat time, you know, do what I can, and then hopefully come out. Nice. What is that car that you have? <laughs> 92 Eagle Summit, from what we know. Um, Nick's able to say more about it because he's done the work. It's a, it's a 1992 Eagle Summit. Uh, the roof was shortened a little bit. Uh, the rules were kind of open when it was built. Uh, the motor is out of a 1993 Mitsubishi Expo. And then the rest of the parts just make up a Frankenstein build that nobody <laughs> It was fun. We've got a minimum of four cars that we've figured out. <laughs> That's just crazy. Uh, yeah. It's been a delight. <laughs> That's what you want to call it. <laughs> and what about, I know last year was the first time that I met you guys in person at, I guess it was kind of the car show. Yeah. How'd you guys like that? The whole car show and all that. <laughs> it was fun being able to actually like meet the people behind the cars, you know? We all follow the other tracks pages and you see people winning, you're like silently cheering them on. Like I remember when you got your feature win running over to Nick and being like, two girls gotta win. If they can do it, I can do it. And you know, like it's just so wild to finally meet the people that do those things, right? So I was like fangirling on the inside because like I watched you and I was like, Oh my god, this is so cool. <laughs> So that's the thing. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I, I, sorry, sorry, Megan is it was actually really cool getting a chance to meet you guys last summer because you know, I don't tend to drive up to sunset or nothing like that. And you guys reached out to me last year and you know, it's kind of cool how you guys first of all, jumped on with Joe media. And then now, you know, you guys were more than welcome to come out to the car show. Um, and it was really nice getting a chance to meet you guys, talk to you guys. And like I'm excited to go up to Sunset this year because I'm I'm going pit side. Yeah. I don't yeah. give a damn. I'm going pit side. I'm hanging out with y'all. Um yeah. because I'm I'm figuring out a date of when uh I gotta find I gotta look at the schedules again to see when essentially the three of you guys are all racing in the same night. That won't happen, sadly. What? <laughs> happen it won't happen what are you talking about i think there's the schedule's not lined up that way 
So I'm running all of Nick's off nights just due to like crew. We don't have enough manpower to do two cars. Okay. And with him going for a championship being the way. So I'm just running the off nights to get the seat time. Well that 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 changes how I need to come up. <laughs> that is for sure. Cause like I want to I, I want to bring the GoPros and I want to capture some footage and some behind the scenes stuff for, of, um, of your team and and of course of uh, Morgan Robson racing. I want to I want to grab as much content as I can from both of you guys. Uh, if I have to make two trips, I'm making two damn trips now. <laughs> <laughs> because That's, there's never a dull moment when you have Nick there, and you know Madison's usually running the same nights Nick are, so you don't have to worry about that. That's the thing is I haven't been on the pit side at sunset yet for an entire event. I've been up there for a couple of grandstand events, but like no pit side. So like, I, I feel like I need to experience that now. Like the one time I was supposed to be in the pits for sunset was actually a practice day. Um, in like 2012, maybe like Oh nine or something like that. I can't remember the year. Um, but uh, the guy I was crewing for, we were other side of Orangeville on Highway 9 heading towards the 400. Got a phone call. Yeah, you can turn around and go home. We we junked the car. I'm like, oh, boy. Oh, no. So my stepdad, who was the crew chief, and I just, like, pulled off of the next uh, roadway, turned around and head home. Oh. And that had killed our season there, like – so the one time I was supposed to be there for the pits, it didn't work out. Well, that's the way it goes sometimes. Absolutely. Um, sorry, mate. I did cut you off earlier. I you had something you wanted to say, so I'm gonna let you continue. I was just gonna say I remember one of the videos that Sarah had posted after I think it was your first night out it was like an in-car footage and I just vividly remember being in Boston pizza crying <laughs> and my boyfriend's like why are you crying I'm like look here I'm so happy over the internet and it's like you don't realize it and then when you meet the person you're like oh my god I actually get to see you and tell you how yeah I was so happy with you guys <laughs> uh as we continue here, uh, Nick, you know, you, you said it yourself that you've, you kind of got the itch there and you, and you joined racing and, and now you're running the super stock division. Where did you finish in points last year uh, at Sunset Speedway? Last year, overall, I, I'm pretty sure we were right. We were fourth place in points at the end. See, that's pretty respectable. Top five in points at the end of the year. That's, that's oh. awesome. <laughs> So last year was my first year back since since 2018. Yep. Uh, it was a new build for us, new motor. The whole car was pretty well brand new. And like I said, I had, my last full season was 2018. Uh, the start starting last year didn't go the way that we had hoped. It took a little bit longer for me to get used to the car, work out some kinks, some bugs. Um, for the most part, we were about sixth in points, and a couple guys blew their motors, a couple guys didn't show up one night, and at that point, you have to capitalize, and if you don't, you're still going to be where you are, and we jumped on it, 
and it jumped it bumped us up to fourth and we held on to it. See, that's awesome. Uh so the, the I, I remember I remember Sarah and I were talking about it at the beginning of the last year because she was hyping you up a lot last year, not gonna lie. Um when uh she's like, Listen, would you be interested in, in in promoting us? Like we got I'm myself a rookie, Nick's been out of the car for a few years. I'm like, hell yeah, like you know, it, I and I'm so thankful, like like I said, I'm always thankful that when when people jump on like that. And to me, like after seeing some of the results I saw, like I I was looking, I was like, this guy really has been out of the car since that long. Like I I don't believe that one bit. Twenty two thousand eighteen was my last full season. Um, we were actually supposed to be running Flambro on I think it was the Canada Day long weekend in twenty twenty during the COVID year. We paid her two hundred fifty bucks, got our crew members all ready. We get down there and we had to change the clutch. Well, then the transmission wouldn't go back in and it got to the point where racing was starting. Yeah. Said, We're down here. Transmission won't go in. We're done fighting with it. We pushed it into the trailer and we still made the most of it. My dad hasn't been to Flamborough in many, many moons. So we said, you know what? We're still going to enjoy it. And we got to watch some good racing and it was really good racing. I believe uh, Lane Zardo was there, and obviously anytime he's behind the wheel, he puts on one heck of a show, no matter where he goes. But no, it, it was it was still worth it, and then uh, we got out at Sunset, I think it was a month or a month and a half later, and that was the last time I was in the car until last season. See, again, like I said, you would never, I would never guess that. Well, that, that's part of the reason why it took... It took about four or five nights last year to knock the rust off and kind of get back into the swing of it. Yeah. But uh, it, it's ultimately, it's just like riding a bicycle. Once you're into it, you, you can never really leave it, as you know. But uh, yeah, it, especially once you've driven a car, it's it's a feeling that not a lot of people get to experience. And I, I actually do, I, I do feel bad, not in a bad way. But at the same time, even even around the race track, if it's one of your passions, you know what? It's it's never gonna leave. It's always gonna be there, and it's just like riding a bicycle every time. Absolutely agree with that. That's right. And Sarah, I think another one of the like first times that we kind of connected was through Lift the Visor. Yeah. You want to talk about a little about like Lift the Visor and what it means to you? Yeah, um, I remember when I first like started coming around the racing community, it was huge. I saw the stickers on everybody's car. I knew a bunch of people who were with Lift the Visor, and I was like, that is awesome. I was like, I've never really been in a space where mental health was just so openly accepted. <laughs> and it was so nice to see everybody talking about their struggles and it being normalized. And I was like, I could really back this. Like, I've always been one who has always spoken about my mental health and never hid what was going on because I was like, at the end of the day, this is me, love it or hate it. It's me. It's part of me. And, you know, people used to look at me funny and be like, oh, why is she talking about it? So seeing that there's a platform where people really just be like, this is normal. This is what we struggle with. I was like, oh, my God. And lift the visor has just been I think a huge reason of why I really wanted to get into racing 
and then being like a woman in racing on top of that it was just like I couldn't pass it up (laughs) (laughs) that's always good that's always good things to hear is is you know when when you can find something that really you're you're again it's something passionate about right we we were just talking about that when you find a uh something that you're passionate about something that you're interested in it's it shows through and you know when i saw the art the the article that came out with uh lift the visor last year you know that that you had done with uh with jory elliott it's you know right there i was like that's someone else i can back as well because they're like uh, that's one of the reasons why i love having uh, megan this is not gonna i'm just gonna sound really bad this is one of the reasons why i love having megan on the show is because she can help me with those conversations as well because as much as i can sit here and be like hey you know this is me you know i i do care about this stuff i'm always not the best person to talk to about that stuff because the way I understand things is always different. Yeah. So from Megan, especially it's great to have her on board because I know Megan can, when we have these conversations, Megan can really help interpret it, uh, interpretate these conversations for me. And it said, quote unquote, dumb them down <laughs> for me. Cause I'm not <laughs> as, okay. I, I just want to pop this <laughs> off real quick. I had a couple weeks ago. I was at, I was at a, uh, I was, I was shooting a video for uh, Jay, Jay Pep and one of the drivers for us. We were doing a shop tour and he goes, man, you're such a tech guy. I'm like, uh, no, 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 no. I know how to push a button. <laughs> I know how to push buttons. That's it. Dude, dude, I'm not a tech person. Do not ask me te- like the websites I deal with. They're through Wix. They are, they are websites for dummies. <laughs> like, sorry. I just want to, I just wanted to put that out there real quick. That's uh, I just wanted to make you guys understand. It's like I do stuff that is so simple and somehow I make it work. So sorry. That's all I just wanted to say right there. Um it's half the battle though. Sorry. Just making anything work is half the battle most times. You're absolutely correct. You know, sometimes it's it's we can look at things as as really, really tough or really, really easy. And sometimes it's just that starting factor, hundred percent, right? Hell, when I started Joe Media and Promotions, I was like, "We're doing a podcast." That was in June. The first episode did not drop till November. <laughs> so, <laughs> to be, I went through like two mics. I went through like a bunch of setup changes. I <laughs> between Sorry. June and November. <laughs> Sorry, Sarah. It was a learning curve. Big learning curve. I'm sitting here. Like, what program do I use? How do I edit? You're like, I got a Mac because everything was already on here. And it was all, again, user-friendly, dummy-proof. Oh, I can do this. and just... <laughs> But we're, we're, we're jumping off the rails here. Um, Sarah, this year you are running uh, just a select few races. Uh, let's talk about that. Like, so Actually, before that... Let's talk about your rookie year because last year you did get behind the wheel of the car a couple of nights. First of all, how was that feeling for you to get behind the wheel of a race car and get on track? It was scary. <laughs> I think leading up to it, I thought of every possible thing that could go wrong. <laughs> 
and on the back shoot all those things were kind of just playing through my head and I was like oh we're gonna be great you know no issues cool as a cucumber um my first night out my first heat I got trampled <laughs> um blew a tire still finished the heat not knowing anything was wrong with the car <laughs> um pulled in and the first thing he thought I was going to come out of the car and be like I'm done that's it no way because a little backstory I was in a bad car accident I hate cars I don't like driving in them but I chose racing <laughs> uh -huh. um so he was like expecting me to be like nope I'm done I'm out and I got out and I was like that was awesome I need to do it again so we got my new tire on and I finished my second heat and um, we were getting ready for the feature and we kept hearing some rumors and um, I was spoken to by the track. They were a little concerned about like my speed and where I was running and whatever. So at that point, my anxiety kind of got the best of me. I was like, oh, I'm in everybody's way. I'm just gonna sit out this one. So I sat out my first night. The second night I completed a full night I finished 13th in the feature because some, some guy broke down, but it, it still counts to me. It's 13th place. Hey, it still counts. Um, a lot of people kind of expected me to pull in for my first feature, and I didn't even know how many laps I was supposed to be running. So I was just kind of going and just, you know, if I didn't die, I didn't die. So I kept going and then all of a sudden the checkered flag was going and that's the video that Megan saw where I was like screaming <laughs> off the whole family could just hear me like screaming <laughs> in my car. I was like crying because I was like, oh my God, I survived. Nothing happened. I made it in one piece <laughs> and I was hooked. <laughs> and then we, that night I did, I kept saying something's wrong with the car. Um, every time I let off the pedal, the car would shake, it would shoot me around. Um, so Nick ended up looking at it in the axle blue. And because we didn't really know what car it came from, everything it put me out for the season. It took us seven months to finally figure out what axle, but we got there and we got a new set of tires, got everything ready. And we still got to get the last final touches together, but we should be good for June 10th and yeah i'm excited i'm excited <laughs> <laughs> so then your upcoming season i guess this season yeah. how do you feel about that going into it i'm nervous again um you know i kind of feel like i'm starting over being out for so long and only having like the two nights really so we're hopefully going to get me into a practice before I come out and just kind of get me back into the feel of things and then I'm just going to give it my best shot go have fun and just do what I can I'm I'm nervous I've been rethinking it a lot I'm like do I want to do this again like do I really want to go over this but a lot of pros and cons I tell myself no and then I go right back into it like I told myself I wasn't going to run this season just sit it out and I couldn't I kept going back to well what if we just tried this what if we just did this and I was like I can't just drop it like mm -hmm. oh for sure I feel like we're in the same boat <laughs> so then you know you've taken some time off so yeah 
it's nerve wracking, but yeah. you'll you'll do it and you'll do good. Really? <laughs> do you know like how many races you're going to be running and which event you're looking forward to? I'm doing four nights. Um, we're aiming for four. We're aiming for four nights, depending on how the car dies. Um, if I make it to four nights, I'm looking forward to September 3rd. The mini stocks are doing a 40 lapper, which I feel like will be a great learning experience for me. So, yeah. I hope I can get up there and watch both of you guys. Yeah, definitely. As as long as your car at the end of the 40 laps doesn't look like Megan's at the, at the end of her 40 laps. <laughs> Sorry, no, Megan. I, I just had to throw you there. I don't suggest starting on the pole <laughs> as a rookie who's never ran in the pack before. It's not not pretty. Yeah, we've, already, we've already discussed all that. Yeah, I'm <laughs> stay out of the way. Just hang out back, avoid the racks. You'll be good. To, you you can walk out of there with a top ten finish. I, I run yeah, my own 100%. race, you know, everybody else is doing their thing, bumping and grinding, and I'm just running my own race. <laughs> you you got to have your own goals. And actually, speaking of goals, Nick, what are some of your goals for 2023? Well, uh, ultimately, we would like to go for the championship um, after opening night, and I know it's just one night. I don't don't know if we're going to be in the right position to be able to shoot for the championship right now. The rest of the season, anything can happen. Anything can happen to anybody. But um, we we want to learn even more this year on top of last year. Go out. We want to try and have fun. Um, I haven't actually gotten a feature win or a heat win since I've been racing. I've got... I think I only have one heat win at Velocity in 2017, but that's not really a, a, a regular season, I guess you can call it. Yeah. So we're going to try and try and go for wins and see what we can do. But uh, yeah, like I said, ultimately, I would like to go for the championship. And I, I definitely feel like we have a car to, to compete. I mean, we showed we showed some really good speed yet last night. And uh, we definitely have some guys looking over at our pit, seeing what we're doing and yeah, hopefully, hopefully everything can go well for us for the rest of the season and see where we stack up. That's the one thing you always got to remember is it's you don't you can't lose a championship. So you can't win a championship on the first night, but you can certainly lose it. And I feel with just a little bit of a mechanical, like you you still finish what seventh or eighth or so. I think I got eighth. I'm bringing up race monitor as we speak. I know. Yesterday, I'm sitting in the stands at Flambro and I'm watching <laughs> the track. But then, I would see the post on Facebook, so I'd go on Race Monitor and I'm trying to look for it to like watch. <laughs> Actually, that's something I want to ask about is because I know they they talked about it on um, Sunset Speedway's uh, Facebook page today about having them earlier starts. Yeah. I like them for different reasons, but I also like the five six o'clock events what did you guys think of that 3 p.m start i loved it i liked that it was like the weather was perfect it was a little warm um but i loved being able to get home at a decent time and you're not like scrambling around at 11 o'clock trying to unpack the car and do all of that stuff so it was kind of nice it's more laid back 
you were behind the scenes more so so how did you feel about this at the end of the day it, it doesn't doesn't really matter to me um we still have to unload the car we still have to unpack a trailer so yep. whether we do it at 7 p.m or 11 p.m either way it has to get done um me personally i do like the three o'clock start times i have heard some people say oh well it it gives us less time to do this less time to do that well saturdays are race days and a lot of guys travel an hour hour and a half some of some people up to two hours just to come and race with us oh yeah so they're they're leaving in the morning anyway so they're really not doing a whole lot um but again it, it doesn't really bother me the only thing that i like is if you're racing during the day for the heats you're in the sun all day or if it's a later start time you're in the heat and then everything cools down and then it, it's just a, a better show under the lights for in my opinion for the fans um but at the same time if it's a later start day then it tends to be a little bit of a longer day so looking from the fans point of view i would i myself would like the three o'clock start but as a racer it doesn't really affect me one way or the other it's still it's still you know you still gotta load up you still gotta get there you still gotta unload afterwards and you know saturday's a race day like you said you load up in the morning you do your final touch-ups you get it loaded head to the track maybe stop off at your favorite gas station or your 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 favorite eating spot like again for the guys who are traveling two hours yeah right they they still have they still gotta eat they still have to do everything so it doesn't matter whether it's three o'clock or, or five o'clock. They're still out the door first thing in the morning just to be able to make it for when the gates open for practice. So it's yeah, I, I I'm a fan of it for when you're having a bigger show. Yes, you know, like you're right. Like sometimes, like I, from from a uh, how do I put it from a from a video aspect for myself because of the videos I, I cover for the CVMs, I don't mind it when we're not when we're done when the sun's still up because the videos I can make them turn around and face the sun and I get better quality videos. Whereas eleven o'clock at night, it the quality looks really green, even though like it's not like it's a high it's a top end GoPro and it still looks like it's grainy. Right? So that's that's where I'm a fan. Like I, I liked it like, again, bigger events make it an earlier day. Cause it's, it's still a long day regardless. Right. As, as a, as a member of the crew driver team, whatever, it's still a long day. The only nice part is you still get to go to bed before you only, the only difference is you get to go to bed before midnight instead of one o'clock in the morning. But yeah. yeah. Well, wow. depending on what happens during racing that night, sometimes you're up until 3 or 4 a.m. regardless. Yeah, absolutely. I haven't done I've heard stories. Hey, my, I, I used to crew and uh, for a late mall. I lived in Aaron. Um, if you don't know where that is, that's just the 20 minutes southeast of Orangeville. Um, and we were racing in Delaware on Friday nights. Oh, wow. Okay, so I would get picked up from school at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. So I would already leave my house before 7.30 in the morning. I would be picked up at 2 o'clock with usually the truck and trailer. I would meet them out at the road. Pray to God it's a red light so I could just hop in. And then we would head off. I wouldn't get home until 2 o'clock in the morning. 
Yeah. That the the drive alone was long. Um but yeah, you're right. Like two two, three o'clock in the morning, man, like that that was just getting back. Now it was an offloading the race car. That wasn't nothing. <laughs> so um everything was <laughs> well when we're we we lived in a trailer we didn't have a shop our shop wasn't there so we'd bring the car all the way past the shop to our house leave it there then when uh, monday or tuesday or whatever it would go back down to the shop and then probably come back to our house on thursday nights and then get yeah. and leave that day um yeah like i said it made, it made for long nights but hey memorable nights at the same time um I want to jump into our fan question period. As you guys saw earlier today, we announced that you guys are coming on the show this week and we got ourselves a fan question. Uh, you guys ready to answer them? All right, Megan, take it away. Alrighty. I know it's your usual type of question, but I'm sorry. I know I was going to say reading. I'm like, oh, I was going to ask that. Alrighty. <laughs> William underscore Chilliam said, where did you both get your car numbers from? Um, I knew I wanted my number to mean something to me because I'm like a huge belief in like safety and stuff. And my grandmother meant a lot to me, and she she passed away, and her birthday was the fourth of May, and we were starting May sixth last season. So I took that as my sign, and I was like, I need to be 04. I was like, it's gonna keep me safe. Um. And after I made that decision, I put her rosary in my car, and it was just like oh four stuck, and that was it. And then for me, it so I actually started out as eighty two. I I I couldn't get twenty eight, and twenty eight was my dad's number. I couldn't get twenty eight at the time, so I I said, you know what, whatever, I'll flip it around. So it's eighty two. Um, up until last year, I was eighty two, and then I made the switch to twenty eight, and. Um, yeah, I just, I wanted to try and keep my dad's, I guess you can call it a legacy. Don't let him hear that, but um, <laughs> I, I wanted to kind of keep it going for his sake. And um, I wanted to be the third generation of the family to run it. And yeah, here we are. See, it's stuck. It's a huge part of why he's gone completely retro this year. Uh, the whole car is his dad's paint scheme from his championship year. Yep, from his 87 and 89 championship years. The red front with the white back with the gold wheels, everything to a T. The only difference is the red stripe across the bottom of the car. That is the only thing that is different from his paint scheme. Other than that, everything is the exact same to a T. Okay. I was going to ask about that too. I'm like, I know I've said it like a million times. I'm like, I freaking love that car. It looks so nice. And that's the other thing. It's a wrap now. And this is my, this is actually my first wrap since being in racing. Every other car has been painted. Uh, whether it was I, me painted myself, or if one of my body guys painted it, I was I've never been a fan of wraps. Um, the only good thing about a wrap is with greasy, dirty paws. I mean, it, it wipes off. Uh, paint it doesn't really; it's not as forgiving. But to me, uh, and a freshly painted car definitely looks a lot nicer. A wrap is a lot easier. It's a quick patch here and there, and then you're done. Um, but yeah, it's a new wrap, and uh, it, it was a new car last year. We figured, you know what, let's just let's let's go away with a bang this year, and we're gonna go completely retro. I've gone kind of retro-ish in the past, and 
it didn't really work in my favor. So uh, we figured with a new car, new year, new wrap, might as well go red and white and go all retro and see what we can do. That's awesome. I like that. I, I, I don't, I, to be fair, it comp like, especially when like your paint scheme also complements the drone media covers colors as well. <laughs> I knew that that's, a, what, that's a one thing I love about your car is the fact that both your cars match the, the color scheme that we got going on pretty well. And look, it's the Jomo car. <laughs> uh, do I need to send you guys some stickers or did I give you guys stickers already? I couldn't remember if I did or not. I meant to ask okay. you guys. Oh. <laughs> okay, good. Whew. I might not have paid attention then. <laughs> Actually, that's what I wanted to – so, actually, that, that ends our uh, fan question period. We want to thank uh, William for uh, taking the time to, to ask us a question there. Uh, stay tuned every Sunday to make sure you guys see who our next guest will be um, and get ready to drop your questions. And, of course, we want to thank uh, Nick and Sarah for answering, for answering the question. But uh, I wanted to ask you guys about that. What do you guys – I know, again, it's the offseason, whatever. What do you guys think of Motorama? I, and it was – first of all, it was really good to see you guys. Um, it was great to get a chance to talk to you guys for a few minutes, but my question actually is another question I have is: Did you actually get? Did you guys get to see uh, Jory Elliott? I didn't see him. No, he was walking around at one point. I can't. Did I see you guys Saturday or Sunday? Saturday, I think we went down. Did yeah. I see? When did I see Jory? Oh, maybe I thought it was he Sunday. I think he was going Saturday, but I don't know because I didn't go. So. Saturday Sunday. I think we went Saturday. Now I'm gonna have to go take a look at that. But what did you guys think of the show? It was my first time ever going. It was cool. It was definitely like nice to see all the cars and the turnout of race cars like blew my mind. And being able to see like all the different kinds, it was just a really cool experience. It was for me. I I've been to Motorama Club once or twice in the past. Um, obviously, I've been around racing for quite a while. The race cars, the race cars always catch my eye. It doesn't matter what division or what car, what paint color it is. They always catch my eye. But I like the fact that now they're incorporating um, a lot more like American muscle or modern American muscle. Um, that is the kind of stuff that's catching my eye right now at, at that show. It was a re really, really well put together show. And uh, I think it was definitely worth it. I, I can't say enough uh, enough about uh, the inside track guys who put on the show because it is top to bottom a well put throughout show. Um, I definitely love hanging out in the racers corral. I love how they're expanding more in there. Like hell, they're inviting podcasters like myself up on stage to do a live show for an hour. I never thought there would be any any interest in listening have anyone listening to me for an hour. <laughs> right and they're just like hey do you want to do a show for an hour it's like well i mean I, I didn't get a chance to this year it's just timing didn't work out content i was trying to like i still got content i'm trying to put together for from it wow <laughs> like i have a freaking time lapse of the entire show i'm still trying to put together wow. <laughs> so there's there's lots of footage i just need to get done um but yeah like it's it's such a well put together show i love going like 
I miss when it was performance world because we were back in the hall two because we were I was in the or not I was but the uh, driver crewed for again he was uh he was in the show and we were in the back corner of hall two like where the pizza pizza and stuff is like back by that bathroom section over there and it just to me it was much more open and more accessibility like compared to where we are in two in in one B but. I love I love the show from top to bottom, front to back. Like I know you I think you guys went over and saw Taylor at my friends from Taylor to you. Um you know what? Okay, so you wanna know how stupid I am? Okay, so check this out, okay? You guys won yourself, I think, a t-shirt and a tumbler from our contest, right? Okay. Here's how stupid I am. First of all, I need you guys to send me uh, uh, an address afterwards so I can send you guys a shirt. But Taylor was there. She had tumblers. Why the hell did I say, didn't tell her to give you one? I was going to pay her for it. Because I forgot to bring the one that was meant for you guys. And I'm just like, I, I like after you guys had left, I'm like, why didn't I just, why did Taylor is there? She had Joe Media Promotions freaking tumblers. Why didn't I think about it? So yeah, I felt like a complete idiot when I realized that uh, you guys didn't get the tumbler or the t-shirt yet. So give me your, send me your address. I'm sending you a t-shirt tonight. I'm going to put a, order the t-shirt tonight, send it to you guys. And I'm going to mail the Tumblr off to you guys tomorrow. <laughs> it is going in the mail tomorrow. I'm going to find a box, put it in the damn box, and mail, mail it off. Because I am... <laughs> it was a busy weekend for you. You didn't look like you stopped. He left it on the <laughs> table. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Freddy. I planned on using that cup to hydrate, and I couldn't. <laughs> Well, I need to go see Taylor, and I'll get her. I'll get two of them, and I'll send them off to you guys. Uh, but yeah, like, I, man, I just, I realized like once, like I left it at home, and Jacqueline was gonna bring it. Like she's like, "Oh, do you still need this?" I'm like, "Yeah, I do." And I was like, and then, but I messaged you guys. I think you guys had already left, and I'm like, "Well, I don't need it now. They've already gone." <laughs> so I'm like, and then Jacqueline's like, "Why didn't you give like tell them?" To go see Taylor and then tell Taylor that they need to give a cup. I'm like, oh, right. Brain fart. Like I said, you guys were, I was running around like a chicken with my head cut off for most of the weekend. And yeah. I didn't get half the content I wanted to get done. I need, I need to take all three days off and just go. I, <laughs> I don't know. We're talking, we're trying to talk to have like a podcaster booth next year. So like anyone who's oh. a podcaster can go to a booth. And have instead of us walking around trying to create content, you guys come to us. So we want to do our own shows, record our own shows. We can set up our own shit stuff and record in the in the booth instead of just doing a live show up on this up on up on the stage or something like that. We can do a small little something. Or if you guys want to buy stickers, come by the booth and get stickers. Yeah. So I don't know yet. I don't know if we're gonna. <laughs> Sorry. It gives you guys a chance to promote yourselves too. 
I know instead of walking around with our own hats and merch on and <laughs> it's it's crazy the amount of conversation like even yesterday at Flamborough for practice I I think I had more conversations than I did creating that I than I made content I have I have dead GoPros right now just <laughs> because like at one point like I think I, I and I walk I swear to God I walked four kilometers yesterday with how much I walked up and down that back stretch. <laughs> Megan, you saw it. I was you just see me walk past, go the other way, come back the other way, cut like there was oh, no good. stopping. Like, oh, there he goes. Ah, <laughs> here he comes. <laughs> see you later, John. <laughs> I I maybe I didn't sit the only time I sat down yesterday was all for five minutes. And that was just to call Jacqueline at six o'clock at night. <laughs> so from the time I got there till like six o'clock, I didn't stop. Oh, oh yeah. Um we don't want to take too much of your time of you guys night tonight. Uh, so I want to give you guys the next couple of minutes. Thank anyone you want from your dog. When you were from two years old, that you have like two minute memories of to um, <laughs> your ancestors from four generations ago. <laughs> For, <laughs> you guys have the floor. Thank anyone you want. Thank your sponsors. Uh, yeah. The floor is yours for the next couple of minutes. I'd like to thank my sponsors, obviously, Copeland Property Maintenance and Harmony Connections, who is a new sponsor who's on board. Um, just to touch base a little bit on that is they are an equine uh, program for children with disabilities, and it's supposed to help with like therapy. And um, it's a friend of ours, and she's awesome, and I'm excited to have her on board for the season. Um, I'd like to thank Steve's Custom Graphics, who is also the sponsor for my decals. And um, just thanks to anybody who like pays attention to our pages and supports us along the way. And then, uh, yeah, for me, uh, first and foremost, my dad, Rod. Uh, without him, I, I wouldn't be in the position that I am today. Um, I have to thank my mom. She has put up with a lot since 2009 both good and bad um, obviously Sarah she puts up with it as well and yeah at the track my temper can't get the best of me but uh, she doesn't get too mad with me until later on she'll straighten me out after the races um, in regards to my sponsors Northern Elite Contracting uh, uh, they came on board with me last year and it, it, it stuck and we worked out a deal that worked for both of us and uh, he's back on board this year so hopefully we can put on a good show for him uh ryan's landscaping uh shepherd custom dogs gord shepherd it, it's actually a gord shepherd built car um, great work great guy uh, auto trim of barry the guys up there they're second to none in, in regards to wrapping um they love race cars just as so much as we do and they take they take pride in their work it doesn't matter whether it's a race car a boat a truck it doesn't matter you you give them something to wrap they'll wrap it and they put their heart and soul into it um, steve's custom graphics uh, harmony connections as well uh suitors auto service again they came on board for another year with us and uh i think that's it if i am forgetting anybody i do apologize and then thank you to everybody who helps me week in week out work on the car um, and again anybody who supports our racing pages 
That's awesome. Uh, it's great to see guys like you know. It's great. Like it's great to hear like you guys highlight your sponsors and like really talk. Like I don't know, sponsors drive our sport, obviously. But like it's great when you guys have a great group of people around you to support you guys as well. Um. Oh, before we let you guys go, I got I got this is this is True North Racing podcast hat is off. Joe Media hat is on now. Um. So, question: What do you guys think about Joe Media? I love it. <laughs> like, you'll send me like different things that you've done, and I'm like, this guy's a genius. This looks awesome, and I'm always like, Nick, hold, hold up, this. hold up, hold up. No, never, ne- no, 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 no. <laughs> you do not put me and the word genius in the same sentence. Because <laughs> I am nowhere near a damn genius. But you do some pretty impressive work. <laughs> like you do a great job at promoting and like just making like the shots, the pages look awesome. Like the one picture you did with like the Jomo Media logo and like the border and everything. I was like, that's so cool. Like, <laughs> you know what? I, I, everything, everything. No, go ahead. Go ahead, Nick. Uh, I was just going to say, everything that you do, it's, um, you you work hard on it, and it definitely shows, and everything looks great. And, uh, yeah, I, I couldn't be happier with it. Whew, that's what I want to hear. Uh, but you guys want to know something? Is it, like, all, the, like, the driver cards now I have for, like, the driver's pit, like, the, the, when you guys click the driver's tab? I got a great little tool I've been using. It's graphic designing for dummies. It's called Canva. <laughs> <laughs> I find something I like and I tweak every little thing about it. Listen, that's how you know what I like. I like sharing my secrets because I don't mind helping out as well. Yeah. Like I've, I've said so many times our new uh, podcast, both podcast intros we have are all done from a guy from two different people from Fiverr. So if you guys are looking for like, like there's a bunch of great stuff there moderately priced and i can't and i can't complain they're all freelance artists and stuff like that like i and it's not just like they they, i just give them ideas and they're just like they run with it i was wondering how you got all those because like the new intro is catchy (laughs) (laughs) you don't want it you want to know something if you actually go to fiverr and and i i can show you the link i'll find you the video and i'll send it over to you of the guy that i used and you can understand why I used him because the sound clips he uses, the way he uses the words, like the, our intro is good, but I, I'm going to get, use him again, but I'm going to get him to you to write the script. Oh, I'm going to pay the extra money next time. And he's going to write my script. Right. Because I'm not a script writer though. I had yesterday I had a simple saying and some guys still, we're miswording how I wanted to put. Because I swear to God, you drivers, you guys can drive, but you guys can't interview worth a crap. I'm going to be honest with y'all. I'm not I, and I got hard. three drivers right here, and I just because so this is the thing is on 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 the video. I told him like this is what I want you to say. I want you to say your name, the car number, um, the name, your name, the car number, two or three sponsors the model of the car you drive and the division and where you race. So for myself, if I owned a Ford Mustang mini stock, this is how I would 
Hi, I'm John Morrison. I drive the number 32 uh, Joe Media True North Racing Podcast Ford Mustang in the mini stock division at Flamborough Speedway. There's guys going, I'm Cam Thompson. I drive the uh, I drive the pure stock at Flamborough Speedway. It's like, oh boy. Oh, but <laughs> It's like dyslexia a little bit. I'm going to be honest. You're asking us to push a pedal and go fast. You can't give us more information. They you should know this by that, now. That's why I want to give like how have like giant like I want to go get Bristol board. <laughs> walk around with a rolled up Bristol board, and I'll get the. It might be easier. <laughs> I'll get I'll get the GoPro to put on my hat, and then I'll open up the thing. And <laughs> Hi, my name is blank. I drive the blank. No, um, like for me, you gotta fill in the blanks, or I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna give you a whole different thing that rate. Hi, I'm like, blank, and I drive blank. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so when, so you're, uh, we're gonna get you guys out of here. Uh, Nick, when is your your next race? Is Velocity on May twentieth, correct? Yes, it's spring velocity, but uh, we race on the Sunday. The regular divisions run on the Sunday, I do believe. Okay. And then, Sarah, you're running the 10th of June. Yeah. All right. Where can they find you guys on, on social media? At TNT Racing 1, I believe, on Facebook. And on Instagram, it is TNT Racing. Awesome. Well, if you guys if you guys want to make sure you guys stay tuned to them, get over onto Facebook and Instagram. Uh, head over to JoeMedia.ca as well because the the links are right in their bios for Sarah and Nick. You guys, I think you guys can go straight to their social media accounts from those pages um, as well. Uh, Nick and Sarah, we want to thank you guys for joining us this week on the True North Racing Podcast. It's definitely been a blast. I can't wait to see you guys uh, when I make a trip up to Sunset this year. Like I said, I'm going to make sure I hit up. So hopefully all three of you guys, I can see you guys. That doesn't matter if you guys are racing or not. I just wanted to be able to see all three of you guys and just have a good time. Sounds good. It was Looking a pleasure being on the show. Thank you for having us. No problem anytime. You guys have yourself a good night, all right? Yeah. All right. Bye now, guys. And that was – we're back from our conversation with uh, Nick and Sarah. Of course, we want to thank them for joining us this week on the True North Racing Podcast. And uh, what did you think of that interview? I liked it. I was excited for that one. I really enjoy talking to both of them. So it's good. I still say to this day, it's hysterical. It's one of, it's again, it's one of those things like, you know, up at sunset in 2021, we, we were, we had more, um, Morgan Robson racing with Madison team camp and they were the lone driver at sunset. And it was funny how last year in, you know, I think it was February and March, they reached out to me and were like, Hey, we'd, l- we'd love to join the Joe media brand. It's like, all right, bet. Like, mm-hmm. um, I was, uh, needless to say, I was, sh- I, I'm always shocked when someone new reaches out and asks about us mm-hmm. because I- I'm taking off the, the podcast hat and we're going to put on Joe media hat for a second. It's always funny when people reach out to us and we're like, Hey, how do we get involved with Joe media? Well, there's multiple different ways, right? It's it's 
first of all, we got three different packages. You guys can find out which one you want. We can also we can also build a custom package. If there's stuff you guys want but don't want other stuff, we can work around it. Um, but you know, it's 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 so cool being able to for these drivers to reach out and be like, hey, we heard about you through these guys, or you know, we saw you like never would I have thought in my entire life someone asked Jacqueline how she knows Joe Media. Hmm. Because the the person who asked her goes to Sunset Speedway and saw Joe Media on the cars at Sunset. Never would I have thought. Mm-hmm. She got stopped in a grocery store and asked, got asked about it. Hmm. Right? So like it's kind of cool how that's happening is when mm-hmm. people, you know, find you know, hey, like I know you. It's like, yeah, where do you know me from? <laughs> uh I always feel bad when like I don't recognize the person right away. They're like, hey, I'm like, hey. Hi. How do I know you again? What's your name? What's your name again? Uh, it's it's like me. Like again, I gotta get we gotta get Johnny Morrison on here. Mm-hmm. And I gotta get Feeney on here to ask Feeney if Johnny Morrison and myself look alike or something. <laughs> because he mistaken me for him at Motorama last year. Oh, and it's weird that that's how our friendship started. All because he thought I was a racer. <laughs> um, but yeah, I want to get Johnny Morrison on here. I want, and I got to get Feeney on here for that conversation. Cause Feeney's never going to let, uh, he's not, I'm not going to let him live that one down. <laughs> that's he's, he's stuck with that one for life. Um. Yeah, it was it it was great. Like I said, it's great getting to know Nick and Sarah. Um, I hope I'm gonna make it up there this year. I want to get a GoPro in their car. Um. Yeah, like I've seen I've seen that video of that you you guys were referencing in the during the uh, throughout the conversation of her of Sarah being all pumped up after finishing her first race, and it it gets you, man. Like. If if you're going out there and you're not sure of where you're you're going out just to have fun, mm-hmm. I'm sure you were probably the same way. You completed your first race and you're like, "Yes, I did it." That's exactly it. Like, and I've told people that keep start your goals small, and then every accomplishment after that, including your small goals, it's gonna feel huge, and to just. To just finish a race, especially when you deal with mental health, like it's incredible. Like it's like you just won the championship. Yeah. Like I think I was happier the first night that I finished a race than I was when I won a feature. Like it they're both they were both exciting, but like that very first night is like wow. The dream come true. Yeah, it's uh it's always it's always so cool to see like how you know how people progress as well. You know, I feel mm-hmm. like this year, you know, it, it, we're going to see a different side of Sarah. And That's she's going to she's going to keep her goal small. But like you said, she's she's looking forward to that September 3rd race. And she is going to 
you know, there's nothing stopping her, mm-hmm. which is awesome, from possibly walking away with a top ten finish. Exactly. Right. You know how how cool would it be? Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I'm always, I'm always excited to see how people how people run and stuff like that mm-hmm. because it's such a um it's such a big part of everything right we 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 want to see how people progress like it's so cool like you know when people are at the top of the board we know who are going to be at the top of the board someone like mm-hmm. a Kyle Stackley or Jordan House or um a Colton Everingham especially you know uh in the Superstock a couple years ago Lane Zardo, you you're gonna see them at the top of the board. But if you, I'm not saying they have the budget for that. But if you see, if you got someone like Sarah coming out, it's great to see someone like her come out, have fun, do what she's like. The fact that she's got her whole car signed by people from at, yeah. at Meet the Drivers Night, you know, that's 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 so cool. I love that. I love that idea so much. Like it's, I don't. You can give away whatever you want, but if that little mm-hmm. kid sees your race car after they signed it, they go, "My name's on that race car." Are you kidding me? Are you Are you kidding me? I remember when Dale Junior did that. I think it was Michigan or something like that. You had to enter your name, and you were going to be put either on the car or on the pit banner. That name, that, that was car cool. was actually fully covered with names, and my name was actually on the pit banner. Nice. Yeah, but it's again, cool. again, how cool is that? That my name was on a freaking, on a technically on a NASCAR Cup team. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, it, like, it's a way to intrigue people, create more fans, and. And that's what we try to do. We we strive to create those fans. We strive to create those um, relationships. Right? Mm-hmm. As drivers, as fans, we want to see more involvement. Like, again, Sunset's killing it. They got freaking Ribfest. Yeah. Right? You got Ribfest at the track? Are you kidding me? I want to go. I need to find out when that date is. I want to go. I want to go to Ribfest. And then I want to go sit down and watch mm-hmm. racing while I have a nice thing of ribs. Exactly. Like for me, that's heaven. N- no, 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 no. Let me, let's go to Meritville <laughs> and let me go get a brisket sandwich. And then go watch racing. Ah, and then I'll be in, then I'm in heaven. Right. Or the or the wood oven pizza. Either or I'm happy. You give mm-hmm. me smoked meat and you give me freaking pizza. You I'm a simple guy. <laughs> actually, before I, I, this is actually a funny. I gotta, I gotta tell the story because I think it's pretty funny. Um, so a couple weeks ago, Jacqueline and I were talking, and and one of her coworkers was saying how, you know, it, the uh, the how she needed brakes for her car. She's like, oh, the mechanic's gonna charge me like eight hundred dollars to do brakes. And you know, I was like, well, shit, I would do it for pizza. Yeah. And she goes. Well, because she was like, oh, you know, like, you know, oh, yeah, my, you know, because this is after the car accident. She's like, oh, yeah, John put the car back together. It looks, it's semi there. Like, it's all right. She's like, oh, my God, you can't even tell, like, you've been in an accident besides the different color front bumper. I'm like, yeah. And um, she's like, oh, my God, like, I need, you know, 
whenever my brakes go out again, like I can't afford to pay $800. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, let me see how much, you know, John would charge. And she, so she called me up. She's like, John, how much would you charge to do brakes on someone's car? I'm like a large pizza and like 10 wings and a pound of wings. She goes, no, seriously. I'm like a large pizza, three toppings and a pound of wings. Like I am a simple man. You feed me. I will do what you ask mm-hmm. within reason, obviously, but like, yeah, <laughs> I'm a simple man. You want me to do car work? You buy me pizza and wings when I'm done. I will not accept cash. Yeah. Why? Because that cash can go towards the pizza. Exactly. <laughs> That's <laughs> why I, I always laugh at that, though. Like, then Jacqueline realized, she's like, well, I mean, you did cut lawn for pizza. I'm like, yeah, I did. And I shoveled the driveway for pizza. Because to be fair, the late the, the lady I was cutting her grass for and and snow and uh, shoveling her driveway owned the lo- one of the local pizza joints in Aaron. So I would nice. wake up at like four in the morning before work, drive over there. If I knew it was a heavy snowfall, drive over there, snow, clear out the snow. And then I would go at lunch and then she would write me a gift certificate and then I would have lunch for free. Nice. So I usually got like 25 bucks for a gift, gift certificate each time. Mm-hmm. So again, there was either lunch covered or a dinner for the night covered. That's pretty good. I feel that. Exactly. Grass cutting. Every week I was out there cutting grass. Mm-hmm. Now that was before we started all this stuff, and now I can't do any of that. So, yeah, um, but yeah, I was like 2018, 2019, I think. I was doing that stuff, and yeah, I again, I tell everyone, you want it, you want me to do something, pay me in pizza. That's all you got to do. Simple <laughs> guy, simple guy. You feed me, I will do. I will do the work. That don't ask me to shingle a roof. That then we're talking cash. But like a yeah, like pads and rotors on a car and re, you know, I can do the oil change. Mm-hmm. I can do. You yeah, oil change. You just buy me a large pizza, one topping. Give me a hot and ready for all I care. <laughs> but you want pads and rotors? You get you get three toppings and a pound of wings, and I'm and we're good. That's that's the deal. I feel like that's a good deal. <laughs> you're paying thirty for bucks everyone. for you're paying thirty for thirty forty bucks for pizza and wings, and all you got to mm. do is supply your parts. Yeah, you just got to supply the parts. I will do the work. That is it. As simple mm-hmm. as that. Um, <laughs> sorry, I just felt I just felt like the conversation led right into that. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, I think yeah. Uh, I think that's gonna do it for us this week. I we've covered we've covered quite a bit. We next week, the NASCAR Pinty Series opens up their season. Uh, Flamborough opens up for the season. There's uh Merrittville opening. Merrittville opened up this past weekend as well, which is great to see. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, next week on the show. Holy crap! Next, oh, we're gonna have a packed house next week. Mm-hmm. We are gonna have to start earlier, I think. I'm thinking a six thirty start with these guys. Yeah, it is the boys from Thorn Racing. 
So we're yeah. going to have Wade, oh, Cam, yeah. Alex. We're going to have a wide group. Uh, I think uh, Jeremy Barton's also going to join us. I don't know. Now I got to talk to Wade this week to see who's all coming out. And mm-hmm. Oh, man, this is going to be. Yeah, I I think let's let's make it a seven o'clock start next time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll talk to the guys this week and get everything all sorted out. But that's who our guest should be next week on the show. Um, Megan, where can they find you on social media so that we can keep uh, we can keep up to date with everything going on with MRC Racing with Megan Mitchell and um, I believe Facebook is just MRC Racing. TikTok, it's just MRC Racing seventy three, and Instagram is MRC dot Racing dot seventy three. And uh, I feel like there's something else I need to ask you. I can't remember what it was now. <laughs> but anyways, I I don't I can't remember. Well, if I remember it, I'll ask you later. Um, I think that's yeah. gonna do it for us this week, though. What do you say? Let's get the heck out of here. So thank you guys, everyone, for listening to the True North Racing Podcast. Stay up to date with everything going on with us at Joe Media by following us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and our obviously our own very own website, joemedia.ca. Don't forget to like, comment, share, subscribe to this podcast. If you guys like it, share it. If you like it, like it, subscribe, do it. Help us out here, guys. Um, we love everyone's interaction with our with our channel, with uh uh with us on social media. It's all great. I love it. I love seeing everyone's comments about it um thank you for everyone who answers our fan question period every week um but other than that guys that's going to do it for megan mitchell and myself this week we want to thank everyone again for tuning in we'll see you guys next week bye now yeah.